Hey church, it's now Thursday, and on uh, Thursday before Jesus went to the cross, uh, a lot happened. I mean, Jesus, uh, uh, I assume he uh, started the day off headed to the temple, and though it doesn't specifically say that in scripture, it does say this. When they came to arrest Jesus, uh, he, he responds to them in Mark 14, 49. He says, day after day, I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. Um, so he indicates he was there every day. In Luke chapter 21, uh, starting in verse 37, it says, And every day he was teaching in the temple, but at night he went out and lodged on the mount called Olivet. Um, and so uh, I, just from that, I'm going to, I think the scripture is telling us that, that every day Jesus went into the temple. But what it does tell us specifically about on Thursday is that he sent his disciples into Jerusalem to make preparation for their Passover meal. And then we have a whole lot of information um, regard, regarding what Jesus did and taught his disciples at that Last Supper. I mean, um, during the Last Supper, he predicts um, his betrayal. Um, he, he institutes the, the Lord's Supper as, as, the, as, the, as the new covenant that's in his blood. This is, this is my body, which is given for you. Um, the, the disciples have an argument again about which one of them is the greatest. Jesus washes his disciples' feet as a, as a demonstration. I mean, this is the master, the, the king of kings and the lord of lords, and he is um, lowering himself to kind of the lowest role and washing their feet. Um, he gives his disciples a new commandment, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you. By this, all men will know you that you are my disciples. Um, he predicts Peter's denial. He teaches his disciples that, uh, that he's going to the Father, and he tells them, John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except by me. Um, wonderful discourse in, in John chapter 15, where he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Um, we get to hear him, or we get to uh, hear what he prays when he goes to the, to the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, and then we get the stories of, of how the, the, the mob comes to arrest him and, and how um, Peter initially tries to defend Jesus and he pulls out a sword and he um, cuts off the ear of Malchus, uh, the, the servant of the high priest. Um, and then Jesus heals uh, that, that ear. And, uh, and then, then we get the rest of the story as he's like carried from place to place to place as they are uh, putting Jesus on trial, trying to convict him um, in the night when there's no crowds to watch. And so uh, a lot happens there and there's a lot to, to glean from all that. Um, but I want to just kind of focus in on one particular area that I am just, it's just been uh, uh, heavy on my heart for a while and want to share that with you. And that's the part where, where Jesus washes his disciples' feet and teaches them again um, the, the value and the importance of being a servant. In, in the book of Luke, as they're reclining at the table, it, it reads this. This is Luke chapter 22, starting in verse 24. It says, A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors, but not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest and the leader as one who serves. For who is the greater, one who reclines at table or one who serves? 
Is it not the one who reclines at the table? But I am among you as the one who serves. So you, you get this picture here. It's like over and over, Jesus would, would, would emphasize to his disciples what is important. And he kept driving upon them. This is a lesson that he taught them several times because they kept arguing over which one of them was going to be the greatest. And so Jesus would teach them, um, look, Greatness is not going to be a status that you wear, um, and, and leadership is not going to be meant for you to um, boss people around and get your way. Uh, it's really going to be, you're going to be elevated to leadership for the good of others, and, and that's so important. I mean, Jesus teaches his disciples, this is one of the earlier lessons, but it's very similar in Matthew chapter 20. It says, uh, Jesus called them to him and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them and their great ones exercised authority over them it shall not be so among you but whoever would be great among you must be your servant and whoever would be first among you must be your slave even as the son of man came not to be served but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many and he's just saying he's like look at me i didn't come here to be served i came to give my life and that's how it's supposed to be with you. Look, the rulers of the Gentiles, the, the way the rest of the world does it is, is leaders power down on people. They, they, they dictate, they command, they, they tell people what to do and they're in charge and they make the rules and, and that's what people in the world think greatness is. But he says, that's not how it's going to be in my kingdom. And that is not how it should be in my church. In, in, in if, if, this, if this thing is going to move forward, if this gospel is going to, to go into all the world, then there is no room for that kind of self-serving attitude. Um, anyone who wants to seek to live out the words of Jesus, their life is just going to be uh, radically different from the culture. Um, your, yours and my life, it's meant to be a gift to others. And so while others look to elevate themselves as followers of Jesus, he gave us an example that we should seek to serve. And in that, that's, how, how, that's where God elevates you into the role of leadership. Not so that you can be in charge or have your way, but so that you can serve others and do for the good of, of others. And that's, that's what leadership is in, in God's economy is, is supposed to be like. Um, Jesus, he... He sees these, these disciples arguing over who's going to be the greatest. And he says, I'm going to just, this is my last night with you guys. You've got to get this. Greatness is not about position. It's not about powering down. You want to be the servant. And so Jesus strips off his outer garment and he takes the lowest role in the room and he gets a basin and he washes the feet of his disciples. Look, Back then, that was a big deal. That would even be a big deal to this day. I mean, look, truthfully, if you came up to me and wanted to serve me by washing my feet, I'd feel a little weird by taking off my shoes in front of you. I mean, this is, um, this is humility being lived out for them in such a way that they would remember it, and they did. Look at what, what was passed down onto the Apostle Paul about Jesus. Philippians chapter 2. We're told, do nothing out from self, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. 
Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. One of the last and great lessons that Jesus gave his disciples and he gives to us is that we should seek to serve and that in doing this, we honor him. That, that, that when you humble yourself, God gives grace to the humble, but he opposes the proud and God, God elevates the humble and he'll elevate you to into a position where it's like people will listen to you and, and you can then use that influence for the glory of God. Jesus humbled himself, made himself a servant, and was obedient to God, even to the point of death. And because of that, you and I can be saved and forgiven of our sins. And God has elevated him, and he now has the name that is above every name. And every tongue, every, every tongue was going to confess, and every knee is going to bow uh, to Jesus, confessing that he is Lord um, to the glory of God. So, on this Thursday... As we are just following Jesus along as he's headed to the cross for our sake, let's consider how we can honor Jesus by being a servant. Y'all have a great day. Love you. Goodbye.